I am so thankful that we have a listening audience that is supportive, that is engaged, they are being transformed. That is why we exist, to transform the, the lives of women around the world. So thank you for tuning in to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. And today I have a special guest, Joe Anna Pope, and I will refer to you, Joe, as Joe for the rest of the interview because I know that's how your friends <laughs> call you. And, and I'm a friend. I feel like I'm a friend. Definitely. <laughs> So, would you say good morning to the ladies? Good morning, ladies. It's an honor to be here on the show. Um, thank you, Candy, for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And, you know, we were talking a little bit before we got started recording, and there are just so many ladies that have reached out to find out more about you and what you do. And so we're going to jump into that first, but I want to open us up in prayer. Is that okay? Definitely. Well, God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for every listener that is tuned in. We thank you that they are locked in, no distractions, God, that they're ready for life transformation. God, I thank you that your word goes forth. I thank you that purposes are birthed. God, I thank you that mindsets are shifted. And God, I thank you that people will begin to change their thinking in regards to their health and their bodies and this temple that you've given us, which is a temple of your Holy Spirit. We give you this time. It's all of you and none of us, God. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Before we jump into the heavy, heavy things, Joe, can you just introduce yourself to the ladies, let them know who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff. Definitely. Well, my, my name is Joanna Pope, and um, I'm originally um, from New York. I'm Puerto Rican, and um, I've been living here in Orlando, Florida um, for about 23 years. I met my husband here at UCF, um, so... Um, we now run a um, personal training studio in Castleberry, Florida, and um, we're in, I'm involved in pretty much all aspects of fitness, um, which is crazy if you would, you know, just know where I'm, where I'm, where I'm from, um, but my whole life took a different turn, and God will just do that. You know, he'll, he'll take you from mm-hmm. one, from one area of your life to something completely foreign, and you don't even know how you end up there, and that's when you know it's God, because um, he's. He's definitely put everything into perspective, put everything into place. And now um, I'm a judge, a fitness judge. Um, I write for a magazine called Shulamite. I write a fitness blog for them. Um, and I, like I said, I personal train here at the studio. I'm a health and wellness director for a property management company called Go Dollar. So I'm involved in everything when it comes to fitness. But I love it because, and you, again, you know it's the Lord when he has you doing something that you love, you're passionate about. You're being effective. Yes. You're helping, you know, lives change, and you're getting paid for it. Like, it doesn't even seem right. Oh, <laughs> it's like, I'm so good. I'm blown away. So every single day, I, I look forward to just getting up and knowing that, you know, I'm making a difference. The power of God that is just so working awesome. in me. I'm grateful for it. It's so awesome to, to, to listen to all your titles. First of all, your wife, you're, you're this really a ministry and a business at the same time, personal trainer, judge. You work for the property management company, so you're in leadership management. Yeah. Um, did, I, did I miss anything? You're a sister, you're a friend. <laughs> you I mean, you just, just we. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. I think, I, and, and it's crazy because sometimes you just like, Lord, how am I going to get everything done? I give much props to, to mothers make it happen because I can't even imagine having little ones behind me, you know, but I guess that's what it is when God calls you to a certain arena. He equips you with everything you need to multitask and get it done. 
And, you know, I, you, you said really it. don't realize that as you get older as a woman, like I'm, I'm 45, but, you know, I've, I would have never in my 20s imagined me doing the things that I'm able to do. I was like, no, that's way beyond my capacity. But when God puts it, you know, when he puts it in you and he orchestrates it, I mean, he takes it to another level. You start reflecting. If you really sit and reflect and you say, this is nothing yes. but the hands of God. Yes. And actually, that's a very good segue because we want to jump into the story. I believe your story is not only inspirational, but it's going to equip listeners with hope, with real hope, because Amen. on the support side you've been there for someone in your life. And so I'm going to turn it over to you. If you could tell us a little bit about your journey and how you've been impacted by this disease. Well, you know, my mom, when I was already in 10th grade, my mom, um, she had fallen in a supermarket. And um, when she was taken to the hospital because she couldn't walk, um, they examined her her legs and, um, you know, both of them were injured, and then they ended up finding a tumor. Turned out, um, after being tested, um, that she had cancer, and it was it was grave. Like they only gave her a couple months to live. That's how severe it was. It was so far mm-hmm. gone. And I'm thinking to myself, she obviously must have known that something wasn't right. You know, she had to have right. known, but she just. I'm thinking to myself, maybe she just didn't even pay attention to the signs. She was scared to go get checked. I mean, I can't even rationale what was going on in her mind back then, but um, she was a fighter. Um, She immediately, when the doctors gave her just a couple months to live with that, um, they said that the chemo might prolong her her life um, a little longer, but there was really no guarantees. They, they They said that it was spreading. She went and saw a naturalist in Puerto Rico, and he put her on all types of, you know, herbs and just eating organic. She was doing a lot of enemas and cleansings and detoxing. And um, within a, a, probably like within a month and a half or so, her leg, mind you, when we went to Puerto Rico, her leg after that injury was like double the size of the other. That's how severe it was. How I don't know if it was just the injury that caused it to, to come out where it was more visual how sick she was, but as soon as we got to Puerto Rico, she started changing the way she was eating and doing the cleansing. Um, within probably about a month and a half or so, she came back to the States, and they couldn't find any trace of cancer. I mean, the oh doctors were in complete shock. Yeah, and so um, I was still young. You know, when, even though I was about 15 years old, I was very... You know, just doing my own thing. I, I wasn't really focused, and I think she kind of kept things from me, too. So I, I, I just saw the transformation in her. And all I know is that she was juicing all the time. As soon as we got back home, she was juicing all the time. She was eating clean. She wasn't eating fast food. She was doing, you know, enemas, and so coffee enemas, um, at least, you know, a couple times a week. And so um, she immediately was healed. Um, now, she was not a believer. I didn't grow up in the church. I mean, I, I would go to the Catholic church probably, I don't know, only on holidays. And so um, I think I obviously know that it was just her putting her work in. You know, it, it wasn't at that point that she was a believer. She was believing God for a miracle or anything like that. She just put her work in. She went from one extreme to another. And she lived like that, I would say, for about 10 years. And then all of a sudden, one day, she just got tired. She started eating fast food again, 
stop juicing, stop buying, you know, organic food, stop taking supplements. And um, it came back. The cancer came back. And I would say within a matter of a year, she passed away. Um, so wow. it was, how it was, old are you? Um, at that point I had just got married. So I was 22. Um, a little, a, right. A little after I got married, she passed away and the doctor said that he had never seen anyone suffer as much as her. Um, she had, I mean, she had like smoke coming out of her mouth at the end. That's how much her, the cancer was eating at her, um, oh out of her mouth. It was, I mean, it was, it was really scary for me back then. I had just given my life to the Lord, but, you know, even then I was a babe in Christ. I didn't understand the power of God. And um, all I could see was her fear. She didn't want to die. You know, and she even said it. She was, I don't want to die. So I think when I look back, my heart, you know, breaks for her, breaks for her situation and what I saw her go through. And the fear of, you know, not having the Lord on your side, the fear of what this, what is coming, you know, of what this cancer is doing to your body. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I wonder, was it because she let go and she threw in the towel and she reverted back to her old ways? I don't really know, you know, if the cancer would have came back or not. I can't, I can't say, but I know that she quit, you know, she quit and she stopped yeah. doing what she was doing. She stopped taking care of herself. And so, and so, how did it, how did that impact you as a twenty something? You know, and I know that it's harder shocking. to kind of grasp everything. But, <laughs> shocking. You know, so share, shocking. Share that. For shocking. Yeah, for me it was shocking. Um, my sister, I have a sister that's a little older than I, and she, on the other hand, she went like a nut all of a sudden now buying organic. She's on this health, you know, everything's health, and um, she, over. I mean, just over the top. And she's not a believer either, but um, it's funny. Like, her faith was just, her faith was in whatever was going on at the moment. If it's this, Mm -hmm. this is going to help me. If it's this, this is going to help me. I think she was just determined to, you know what, that's not happening to me or my family. So she tried instilling that that lifestyle with her children, even in her husband. Um, my, My journey was a little different than my sister's. I still had, you know, bad eating habits. It's not like at that moment I was like, wow, I need to get it together. You know, I knew what could happen because, you know, you start hearing, oh, well, you know, that runs in the family. or, But, again, like, I, you, sometimes you got to take control for you. You know, if it's not your own desire, if it's not your your own um, your own will, then it won't. It won't happen. You know, you can just go through the motions, but it's not going to be right. effective. You'll have to do it. You know how it is when you start a plan, you just have to do it. If, unless you really, really want it. You take it to that point where you're just tired. And I wasn't there. And I think the only reason I even ventured off into health and fitness was because my husband had started at that point right after we got married. He started competing, and I would just go with him to the gym. You know, um, I took a few aerobic classes. I was like, okay, I really like aerobics. But as far as the weight training and, you know, trying to get my certification and all that, I was not even thinking about it. And so um, my, actually, my, my, how do you say my hair? Um, When you look in the mirror and you have that moment where you're like, okay, yeah, I really need to get a hold of my life, was more so um, after him and I started having issues and um, I lost myself as a woman. 
You know, I wasn't thinking about my mom and what she had gone through. You know, I wasn't thinking about my sister being on one whole extreme. Um, I was consumed by my, my situation, by my own marriage. And I had let myself go. You know, food was a huge comfort for me. And so even though I used to love going to the classes, the aerobic classes, um, I was more concerned about what my husband was doing, who he was talking to, you know, what, whatever he had going right. on. And so I was not right. staying home if he was at the gym. I'm going to the gym too, <laughs> you know. And so right. my whole reason for getting into it was completely different. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Now I reflect back. Um, it's so God is so humorous. You know, in his way of just putting us where he wants us to be. Um, I went in. Sometimes not by any means necessary sometimes, right? Right. Oh, my. Because you go in thinking one thing and then all of a sudden he just changes it. But um, I I think I had gotten to the point where I was so focused on him that I let myself go. And my epiphany, my moment came when I, I had gone from like about 100 and... I would say about 150 pounds to 180. And, um, yeah, and I felt completely miserable. You know, I was uncomfortable. I I had tried to, you know, we were trying to have a child and I couldn't get pregnant. So I think that that brought on even more stress. And the weight just kept coming on. And so that was when, you know, God intervened because I was really losing myself. You know, I had no self-esteem whatsoever, no sense of value, of, of worth. Um, and, and, to, and to think that even in this, you know, I knew the Lord. I had a relationship with him. I mean, we were in the church. I had given my life to the Lord. We're talking years later now. And here I was, you know, at my lowest. Wow. Bobby, I, I think so many women can identify with what you just said and, you know, having that turning point. But some, some of us are just now getting to that point where you had your epiphany. Some of us are right before that point in our timeline. We're not quite there yet where we see that it's mission critical that we change, that something has to change. Some of us are not quite there yet. And as you're speaking, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I can, I know that women are hearing this saying, I need to make yeah. a change. I need to get on it. What would you say think, to those women that are almost there, but they, you know, what would you say to them? I would say, you know what, don't repeat the cycle. You know, when I think about my mom and I look back now, sure enough, I mean, her, even in, you know, when I look back, I my heart breaks because I know that, um, because of what she went through with the cancer. But when I begin to really think about it, um, I would want to, I was going to say, just don't, don't repeat the cycle. My mom now, when I look back, she was so caught up in the same thing in what was going on in our home. You know, like if it was, we had obviously debt, we had debt issues. And my father, I mean, he was a womanizer and so he was an alcoholic. And he, you know, there was so much going on in the home that she, you know, she lost herself. And that's probably why she she never maybe never addressed the ailments that she was feeling before she ended up you know slipping and falling in that supermarket. And I I years later looked in the mirror and I was in the same situation as her. I didn't have cancer, but I mean I wasn't healthy. I didn't feel good about myself. You know I had 
forgot that God had a plan and purpose for my life. You know, you hear that, but it's like, you just assume sometimes that it's just to take care of your family. But no, it's like God has someone that he wants you to reach. And at that point, I was so depressed. And, you know, I never looked at it. Depression is is a sickness, but then it's also, it's it's selfishness because you get to a point where all you're thinking about is, I don't feel like leaving the house today. I don't want to do anything with myself today. And there could be people out there that God wants you to reach. And it's just another way to, for the enemy to shut you down, you know. And the one thing that God said to me just one day, I was so angry and so frustrated with myself that, um, I, you know, he just said, you, you need to get up and get out. You need to walk. Get out. And so I put on my sneakers and I went for a walk and I probably walked for about 20 minutes. I did the same thing the next day. And the day after that, and the day after that, next thing you know, I started going to the gym not to be focused on what my husband was doing, but okay, let me try working out, you know. And as the weight started to come down, I started to be more cautious about what I was eating. You know, some people try to get in there and want to tackle it all at once. You know, they're they're eating right. and they want to work out and their cardio. Like that's insane. You can't go from one extreme to the next. Finally, right. take those baby steps. Let's. Let's tackle one thing at a time, you know? And for me, that that was huge. That was vital. I began to take control of my life. Um, God began to to work in me. I started to feel better. Um, I felt like, you know what? All right, now I could look in the mirror, and I began to take pride with, with the work that I was putting in and mm-hmm. feeling like I was making a difference, feeling like I was inspiring other people. I went and got certified. I started teaching classes and all of that negative energy, instead of it being poured out on myself and whatever my husband was doing and what was going on in my home, I began to focus more on, focus on the positive on the people that God was bringing in my life. That's the one thing I can always say, uh, say now, you know, from experience, forget about whatever's going on on the outside. If it's at work, if it's someone that's messing with you on your job, if it's at home, if it's your children, if it's an issue with a family member, a friendship, forget about that and focus on you. Focus on what God has you, has called you to do. Focus on you. Focus on making you better. I and love that, I, I believe that as we do that, as we take those steps to really work on us. You know, I had one um, one sister who had kind of was in a similar situation, and when she heard my story, you know, she she sent me a picture um, to my phone with a mask on her face. You know, like the white the white mask, like what do they call it, to exfoliate your skin? Yeah, and yeah. And she sent me a picture, and she says, "I'm working on me." Oh wow! Yeah, I don't know what it is about <laughs> how we're built, how God made us. Yeah, we are the caregivers. That 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 is part of our nature, but it's also part of our downfall that we do yes. care about everything else. And sometimes we care about the wrong things or just our cares are not cast, being cast on the Lord. And that's something that I know that as I've been telling my story, I know for a fact I was carrying stress, weight. I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating right. And a lot of those are contributing factors. Now, of course, there, there was no way to identify when I sat in front of my oncologist and I said, what causes breast cancer? He couldn't give me the slightest clue. His 30, 40, 50 years, however long he'd been in practice, 
couldn't pinpoint it. But I think by the spirit of God, Joe, I know that it was the stress and the weight and the not eating right and the not caring for, for me, not caring for my body, yeah. but caring about everything else. And Girl, so, as we, I'm the side of the facade. And you have to excuse me when yes. I say like, I, it makes me so upset when I see women of God, especially women of God. I mean, because we have the comforter in us and we forget, we lose, we, we tap out, like we get so imbalanced. We're strong in the word. We're going to church two, three times a week. And I know women like this, that they're in service two, three times a week, but empty, you know? And uh, I mean, that was me. And I think that's what makes me so angry because I'm like, we're women of God. Like the power of that's God right. is working on the inside of us. And we, we're strong in our faith. We're strong in, in the Word of God. And we're strong when it comes to um, for other people. You know, we, we can pray for other people, believe for other people. But then when it comes to us, we're so unbalanced. You know, we, we're struggling in our marriages. We're struggling in our relationships. We're struggling in our finances. But we, and it's because, you know what, it's so easy for us to have to deal with others. But when we have to deal with our own issues. You know, issues are all issues, and we really have to trust God for ourselves. It, it becomes hard, but it's because, you know why? I really feel like it's because we try to tackle too much at one time. That's good. You're speaking we, a lot we, of truth. We we try to tackle too much, and, and my mom was like that. She was, good when it, she was good when it came to working. She was a workaholic. You know, she could work. She, can, she was a great cook. She can take care of the house. But, you know, she, her marriage was suffering. She was in debt. Her health was suffering. And and I'm like, we, we have to stop the cycle as women. That's the, that's the work of the enemy because we, can, we can't flourish like that. And, it's, and, you know, it does not glorify God that we're strong in our faith and yet we're empty in other areas. Why? Because we're epistles being read by men. It's our testimony mm-hmm. that speaks. It's our testimony that draws. And who can we possibly reach when, you know, we're missing it in these areas? I mean, the world, the so world has that. And so we have, so I know that. we have to get it together. We have to. We have to do it. Why? Because our families are depending on us. Our children, We want to see our grandchildren. We, you know, we're an example yes. of our children. We, we have to get it together. We can't just keep saying, okay, next year or in January I'm going to start you know, for the New Year's Eve or, or you know, like, no, <laughs> because everybody does that. And actually, um, I wanted to make sure, and I, we talked about this before we started, I wanted to make sure that ladies knew how to get in contact with you because you do this. You work on, you work with people to help them transform their lives. And so in their bodies and their health and, and every aspect yeah. of their lives, I think, changes. So tell us a little bit about your training studio slash ministry, which I call it. I know it's both. And where are you located and how can they reach you? We're located in Castleberry. um, And um, you guys can look me up on Facebook or um, definitely um, look. We have a public page. So even if if you're not on Facebook and you go onto Facebook or even Google us, Total U Fitness and Total U, it's T-O-T-A-L, capital U, and then Space Fitness and Nutrition. But this is our ministry. You know, this is definitely yeah. not, yeah. like my husband says it all the time, because we'll have people that come here and, you know, they're not making changes. And after a month, he'll say, okay, this is not LA Fitness or this is not Planet Fitness, where you can just sign up for a plan and just keep going. Like, 
No, we, we need to see changes every single week. We're expecting changes. I hold you accountable. I look at all your meals. I mean, I'm expecting to see a meal every two to three hours sent to my phone. Our, our job is to help you regain control of your life through health and fitness. And we believe that if you can take discipline, if you can grasp discipline in your, in your eating and in your diet and in your health, then it's going to flow all the way down. It's going to because you're going to need to grab on to God. You're going to need to hold on to something that's, you know, that's truth, that's solid, and and that's the Lord. I mean, you're going to have to grab hold of Him because He's the one that's going to give you the strength to endure when, you know, you may have those urges to want to go and binge. You may have that urge to want to go grab a glass of wine. I know a lot of Christian women that are dependent on alcohol right now, mm-hmm. and because they stay yes, it's a healthy... That's the work of the enemy to make you feel like, oh, I'm just, I'm using it because it it makes me relax. Just at nighttime, I have one glass. Next thing you know, it converts to two to three. God doesn't want us dependent on anything but Him. So, you know, it's one thing if you choose to have a glass of wine because you choose to have it, not because you need to relax. You know, and so I think you're really ministering to someone, some of us, and it's a hard word, but you know what? You're you're a trainer. <laughs> You're a trainer. And so I don't want the ladies by any stretch of the imagination to think that this road is going to be easy and, and it's going no, to be something hard not. that we have to work through. But you are not at all. So but I'm here, for, I'm here for those ladies. Whether, <laughs> whether you sign up with me or not, everyone knows I will hold you accountable. I mean, you can call me. You can take and say, you know what? I'm trying to change the way I eat. I just need the accountability. I'll hold you accountable. But... You really, really have to want it. You really have to get to that point where it's not just about five pounds. It's not just about 10 pounds of fitting into a size six. No, it's about making this a lifestyle. It's about just rechanging your way of thinking of, you know, what is healthy food? What's healthy for you and what's good for you and your family? And when you can implement that for yourself, then you can, you know, implement it for your children and, and your grandchildren and we can all live healthier and longer lives, you know, free from medication. I mean, there's some people that have to take medication, but I'm saying stuff that we can actually control ourselves. That's so good. I, I know that last month we were talking about fear and anxiety, and um, that was our topic. And we were talking about, you know, ladies reaching out that, that were on medications and for anxiety. And so I think that if they contact you, if they begin to work on their, their bodies and work that out, physically, mentally, the mental will come along. And I'm believing that those women will be off the medication. So that is actually something I wanted to do as we close out with prayer. And prayer, Joe, is I would love for you to pray for the ladies that are struggling in their minds. It obviously starts in the mind. That's where the battlefield is. That's that's where it all starts. So if you would pray for those women and then pray for some who may have had the same story you have, you know, watching a loved one go through it. But... They want to stop the cycle. Would you close us out in prayer? Yes. Precious God, we just thank you, Lord, for Candy and for the ministry that you've put in her heart, God. Lord, we thank you for all the women that are tuning in today, Father. We know that, um, God, you've called us more than conquerors, Father, in Christ Jesus, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, we know that you're for us and not against us, and that you want us to prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospers. So, Lord, we want to take control of our health. We want to be balanced, God. 
but we don't want to continue to go around the mountain, God. We don't want to continue to make excuses for where we are and where we've been. But, Lord, we want to look ahead. We know that growth is from you, God, because if we're not growing, we're dead. And so, Lord, I speak to the women that are listening this morning, God. Lord, I pray right now that you would empower them with a desire to change, God. Lord, is it going to come easy? No, it's not. But, Lord, you also said that um, you would not give us more than we can bear. And so, Lord, we know that as we begin to take the steps, God, that you will strengthen us in those areas. And you'll make it happen, God. You'll give us the victory in those areas that we're weak. We are sure of this, God. We thank you right now that... um, Every single negative word that has been spoken over the lives of these women, that they can't do it, that they won't do it, that they're wasting their time, is a lie from hell. Lord, we claim right now every promise that you have for us. Yes and amen. Yes, we will excel. Yes, we can do it. Yes, we will be victorious. We can be healthy. Our families can be whole. We can be balanced in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that the time is now for change that they're not waiting for change, but, Lord, change is knocking on our door right now, and we are opening in the door, God. We're saying yes to it, God. And, Lord, I pray right now that you won't allow the women to become complacent, that they won't get settled, that they'll want to take control, God. Lord, that they don't see it for others, and they say, you know what? I could do it if I really tried and then just quit after a week. No, God, I just thank you right now that you're putting the people that they need to make it happen, God, whether it be me other trainers, other women of God, Lord, that that can inspire them. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you have called us to be rich in our minds, in in our finances, but in our health too, God. And so, Lord, we just thank you for the testimonies that are going to come forth from today's um, podcast, Lord. I pray right now that you would just be with every woman, God, that you would, um, as as the Holy Spirit is our comforter, that you would remind them, God, that you're with them, that you love them, and that you have a plan and purpose for their life as well, God. And 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 it's their time. It's their season, God, and that they can do it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, that's so wonderful, Joe. Thank you so much. You poured so much good, not only information, but you poured your heart out. Um, in, into our lives. And so I want the ladies to know that they can find Joe. You can find all her information on the podcast page and it will also be on the Facebook page and my Instagram. <laughs> There's lots of ways yeah. that they can get in touch with you. But and they can also, Google. We're on Google. If they Google they, Total Youth Fitness and Nutrition, they'll find us as well. Hi, I'm Joanna Pope. Awesome. Total You Fitness and Nutrition and you are located in Castleberry, Florida. And Joe, I want to say thank you for being my friend. And thank you for oh coming my God, on I love your heart with the ladies. <laughs> Definitely, I'm honored to be on the show today. And I have met so many lovely women through your contact. I thank God for you. And I pray that he just continues to bless the ministry that God has for you. Amen. Thank you so much. You know, we have the best listeners. We have the best group of women that are praying, listening, commenting. They're just engaged. They're involved. And I'm just praying that the ladies would reach out and start life change and so ladies thank you again for tuning in to good morning ladies with candy brian this is the end of of today we don't want to go but we're gonna have to have you back joe when we do our fitness and nutrition when we do our whole health series which is coming in a few months i'd love to i remember you know i'm gonna call you (laughs) god is waiting on you now yes yes awesome so until next time ladies i love you I love you in the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye.